Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NABWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your National NABWIC Radio Chair and host for today. I have to ask you, like the commercial just said, to please follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and or head over to our website at www.nabwick.org and engage with us. Check out our calendar and see all the different activities that we have going on in the NABWIC world. And, of course, hit that Join Now button. Yes, click it. Join now and show your interest in joining our membership and getting your red shirt, member shirt, and member benefits and following into and leading in a part of membership as NABWIC. Listen, we have an absolutely amazing show planned for you today. Also in the studio, we have no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, Ursula Odom of Sola 2, helping you with your book writing process, and of course, Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Ann. How are you? Jada, 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 I tell you all the time, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. And today is no different because we have one of our phenomenal corporate members that we're interviewing as a part of Now We Talk, none other than Ms. Yvonne McLean. Yvonne, I know we've not talked about this, but... <laughs> The founder of CMTS I met when I was a little girl. We'll talk about that later. But let's talk about NABWIC for a moment. Jada, we talked about the fact that our mission, our mission, and as the founder of this phenomenal organization, I'm excited to say we are still increasing the awareness nationally and internationally of black women in the construction industry. And that was demonstrated as we were participating in our 15th National Congressional Black Caucus event that was held in Washington, D.C. during the month of September. The Congressional Black Caucus Foundation event was virtual, but NABWIC made a commitment as a part of our strategic plan and our vision to still go to the event have our reception and our meeting mid-year face phenomenal. And I can say what Jada cannot say about Jackie and Jada, and they both received national awards from this phenomenal organization. So Jada and Jackie, I just want to let the world know how much we all appreciate everything that you both do individually and collectively for the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Now back to you. Yvonne, and I'm going to turn it back over to Jada, but I started in the construction industry in the early 1980s, 
And during that time, I had the pleasure of meeting the founder of CMTS, who was a very good friend of my boss. My boss was Floyd Thacker and, of course, uh, Hezekiah's dad, uh, before he retired, uh, they were very best friends. So I had the privilege of getting to know him uh, professionally for many, many, many years. And actually, my business followed in the footsteps of Floyd Thacker, the founder of CMTS, and also Herman Russell. So this is going to be an exciting show for us today, Yvonne, having you on with us, sharing your story and the CMTS story. So Jada, like always, let's get this party started. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And again, Miss Ann, it was an absolutely phenomenal mid-year national NABWIC mid-year meetings um, that just passed. And of course, we I appreciate the phenomenal award um, being presented. It was absolutely amazing. So, yes, guys, audience listeners, and members, you might want to look out for our National NABWIC newsletter. If you are not receiving that newsletter, you might want to subscribe because all of the tea, all of the reflections and testimonials will be in our next October. October newsletter. So you want to see that, or it might make this September newsletter, depending on all this good stuff that we have going on in NAPWIC world. So listen up, we're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and introduce our special guest and get this party started, as Ms. Ann McNeil, the master builder, likes to say. My name is Dina Neely. I'm a licensed electrical contractor. I'm founder and CEO of Detroit Voltage. I am a member of the Detroit chapter, and I kind of stumbled upon um, NABWIC or was introduced to NABWIC early on when I first started my company, and it's really been a wonderful journey. Um, I love being able to communicate with like-minded women. I mean, it's one thing to be a woman in construction, but it's a very unique thing to be a black woman in construction. And being a part of this organization has really been helpful in helping to grow and navigate through growing a construction business. And of course, our fearless leader, Ms. Ann, um, she's always a wealth of knowledge and being able to pull from her has been um, invaluable. And so um, one of the things that I'm super duper proud about being a woman in construction is having a part of the revitalization, revitalization of my community and being able to take my children along for the journey. And again, my name is Dina Neely, and I celebrate women in construction. Yes, to support a woman is to support a, a nation. As we love to say in that week, and not that we love to say, but it's also true. So anyways, our special guest today is no other than Ms. Yvonne McLean. She is the Chief Operating Officer for CMTS. Ms. McLean is responsible for the successful execution of all contracts. She has served as a principal in charge on several projects, specifically augmenting agencies with on-call support services. Ms. McLean has over 25 years of experience in construction management and is an expert in the management of construction support services. She has successfully overseen more than $25 million in staff support services for large capital improvement programs throughout the United States, serving as the client lead of owners, representative contracts. She has managed program implementation, including staffing, outreach, and training. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome to NAP Week Talks, Ms. Yvonne. How are you? I am well. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Yes, indeed. So, you know, I gave, we gave a little bit of your background from the research and stalkerishing 
that we like to do on that week talk. Um, how about in your own words, first of all, you tell us who you are, your background, and how you came to do what it is that you're doing today. Well, first, let me thank everybody here, especially Ms. Ann McNeil, for inviting me on this show, and also Jada and Jackie, congratulations on your national award. Um, this is a phenomenal organization, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. Um, my journey, uh, one, I've always loved construction, ever since I was a child. And um, when I was a child, I would drive around with my mother and look at all the different um, buildings, construction from skyscrapers to brand new houses, and I just always loved construction. Um, I actually have my degree in architecture, so I really started down that path of wanting to be an architect. And as uh, Ms. Ann mentioned before, um, the original, uh, the founder of CMTS that she said she met as a child, I met um, Mr. King Harris at church. Um, he was actually visiting um, our church if I had, after I had graduated from college because the church's um, roof, it was a brand new church, and there was some issues of, um, there were some basically some issues with the existing contractor. And so our minister had called King Harris to come and fix the problem, essentially. And so that specific day, he happened to visit the church, and they were basically thanking him for um, basically saving the church in terms of the, um, the roof construction. And I was introduced to King at that time when I happened to be visiting from home from college. So that's how I got into construction is really King Harris. He really tried to recruit me at church to come work into construction, and my mind was set on being an architect. And I basically told him no, but I referred a friend of mine who got their degree in construction management. They went to Prairie View, and he ended up hiring my friend. And uh, so I stayed in contact uh, with Mr. Harris and my friend, and then eventually they recruited me to come on to CMTS. So that's how I really got started in construction. I've always loved it, always, always loved it. So I kind of, I guess, was a rare child who kind of knew what I wanted to do um, and got into construction um, really through King Harris, essentially. Well, we so appreciate King Harris. But how is it you say no and destiny won anyway, and years later you are still in construction? <laughs> what a beautiful story. <laughs> so yeah, it, what are you really – I really try to talk to children. I tell children that all the time. Because you know how you're your troubled child and you're like, when's that light bulb going to click on for somebody? And that light bulb clicked on for me um, a few years later. And it really was because the firm I was with wanted me to go to Atlanta to design prisons. And the first thing that said to my mind is I did not go into architecture to design facilities to incarcerate my own people. And with that said, I mean, it was because I was young. I was black. They wanted me to go to Atlanta, and I didn't want to do it. And my friend called me and said, hey, why don't you come work out at the airport? They're building a brand-new airport in Denver, Colorado, because that's where I'm originally from. And that's when the light bulb clicked on. And so I said, okay. And I went over to construction management, um, working on the brand-new airport in Denver National Airport, mainly because I did not want to go into the prison industry. And that's where my, the firm that I was with, it was, um, prisons were a really big. It was in the early 90s. It was um, malls, schools, and prisons were the primary portfolio of work that was booming, especially with private prisons. And I refused to go into that. So that's how I got into construction and went into aviation. Well, I'm so glad you did that. And we all know that the private prison is a big money maker business. But that's a whole nother show and interview. <laughs> but so, Miss Yvonne, with that being said, and going over some of your history or type of projects that you were been able to work on as you figured out your niche, 
um, in the construction realm. What are your key focuses now? Um, right now, our key focus for our organization, our company, is um, grooming the next generation. Um, there's, I still don't see a lot of minority individuals in the construction realm in management roles. Um, I see a lot of people getting their engineering degree and even construction management degree, but especially the engineering degree, and they are kind of getting shut down, it seems, when they go to large corporate organizations. Um, they don't really encourage them to get licensed, and um, they kind of get stuck in a role, and they rarely get a chance to um, take that leadership role. And so... I really want to figure out a way. I know within our own organization, we, we, we groom people within our own company. Um, it, as uh, King Harris would always say, they, the, the, I guess the philosophy at the time was they kind of throw you in, you sink or swim. But with this other generation that we have now, you really can't quite do that. And that's something that's a learning curve for all of us uh, with my generation is, you really just can't throw people in situations and see if they, they succeed, kind of how we had to do. Um, and so we really need to focus on providing opportunities and exposing individuals of where they can be successful in the construction industry and not um, staying within that box they want you to be in. And that's always been a battle um, for me um, to say, we can always have the mindset, I can be the prime. But I'm very realistic about it. If I can't be the prime, I can't. I make sure I get to be a team partner. But they want you in that box. And I guess I'm just an individual that doesn't like to be in that box. And I want yeah. to share that with other people. Don't be always be in that box they want you to be in. Yes, indeed. As we love to say, create your own space. You don't have to be in a box, but definitely we can all identify with, you know, I went through the same thing back in the day in international logistics and corporate. It was definitely the training model, think or swim. So, you know, that's what I came up on. And then as an entrepreneur, when I transitioned over, I carried those philosophies with me, and then uh, I didn't win over um, new associates so well. So you always have to learn to roll with the times and that changes and development and training gets better and better. Um, so I'm so happy that you were able to identify that and then maneuver um, into figuring out a space on how to reel in, reel in um, the incoming young ladies and gentlemen filling in the field especially in construction and getting those licenses with hands-on construction. So when you're speaking, you can definitely, outside of researching you and looking at your resume on paper, you speak and you can feel the energy of you as a leader, um, not just working in construction or for CMTS, but a leader and an advocate. Um, what led you on a path in the leadership role and being an advocate um, for the next generation? Um, you know, one of your questions was, where one of your biggest accomplishments? Um, and one of the clients we had um, was, very interested in grooming, really trying to find women and minorities to go into construction. And because I lived in a city that was literally 5% black population. So I was, I was very blessed and fortunate to have the opportunity to do a pilot program to reach out to get individuals into the construction industry without having the traditional um, Background, you know, not a didn't go to school for engineering um, or architecture. Um, basically, I've been in the construction industry. And as Ms. Ann McNeil mentioned before, we do a lot of staff augmentation where we augment agencies for their large capital programs, uh, where you have inspectors and schedulers. 
And those particular positions you don't necessarily have to have a degree for. But they're professional services because it's a very strong skill set that you need to do, those, to do that work. And we reached out to, like, women in construction in the industry. And what, again, that light bulb that clicked on, as I mentioned earlier, we recruited a woman who was a backhoe operator. But she was so smart. She really could have been a brain surgeon. But not everybody has a family that supports them in what they do. So she just really, as growing up, really just didn't have any support or mentorship. And, but she was very driven. And we got her in the program, and she worked for us for six years. Um, and she did a phenomenal job. Well, she left CMTS and the city hired her as an inspector, and she worked there for several years. And I'm very proud to say, the black woman, that she is now the director of inspection for that city, and she manages a team of 50 inspectors, um, and she never thought she could get there. And so I, in my personal organizations and in construction, any job I'm on, I always try to reach out to a high school or junior high or an organization that focuses on disadvantaged girls because everybody wants to be a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher and still be, well, I'm a doctor, but you can be a teacher, you can be a lawyer or a, a CFO for a construction company or for an engineering company or for an architectural firm. So you don't necessarily have to go into construction and hold a hammer. But there's lots of opportunities to utilize those skill sets that you have and to go into construction. Even with technology, with all of the – everything in construction now is, is technology-driven, between SharePoint, Bluebeam. There's so many platforms out there that um, anybody who is on their phone, any of these kids that really understand the technology world, um, can go into construction. And so really my focus is to expose more women and men um, of color into the construction industry where you don't necessarily have to hold a hammer. However, we still need those individuals that hold that hammer as well too. Um, and so just kind of everywhere, you know, the different cities that we're in, we really try to partner with organizations and expose individuals to being in construction because it's, it's a very well-paid job um, if you're a professional and have a degree and also if you um, don't have a degree. And I really also in the aviation industry is a very specialty world. And actually in construction, it's all specialty, water, wastewater, transportation, aviation, education, healthcare. They're all very specialized fields. And if you become an expert in those specialized skills, I always let people know, really get to know that particular industry because you can go anywhere, especially in aviation. It's a wanted commodity to find experienced aviation people. And there's not a lot of black people there in aviation. And so anytime I see somebody, you know, especially that's on the construction side and I want to get them on the professional services side, I always say, do you want to come to the dark side? Um, what side of the fence do you want to be on in construction, on the professional services side or the construction side? Um, so anytime I see anybody on the construction side that wants to come over to the professional services side um, that's a person of color, I really try to recruit them and encourage them to do it because there's, there's, so, there's not a lot out there. If they are, they're usually on the construction side. I don't know how to answer no, you definitely answered the question. And the main thing you said is, you know, become an ex in whatever that is, the field that you're in, and just explaining how the, the construction industry is so diverse. Listen, I promise pretty much any professional business training or degree that you have, you can really convert that over into the construction industry somewhere. And a lot of people do not know that. And you just drew that picture so eloquently um, just now. But getting that specialized knowledge helps 
you to, you know, the sky is the limit, no matter if you have a degree or not. And that's in the professional services, in the construction industry, and in the trade. So, yes, indeed, we need that. Listen, we are going to go and take a quick commercial break. But audience, listeners, our members, don't forget to press 1 on your phone to engage with us. And if you're online listening in, don't be shy. You can Still drop your comments and your questions under all of our different social media feeds. So please drop those comments and or like some of our members do, just text us directly and we'll make sure we get your question or comment read after this quick commercial break. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, we are back. We are the crew that wears red and black, so you can see us coming the NABWIC way. Here's some absolutely amazing NABWIC news you can use. Check us out, of course, at www.navweek.org. But coming up October 12th through the 15th, we have a Reuters event downstream USA 2021 that's going to be held, in, but it is also a virtual event, so you want to attend and register for that. We also have our Team Florida Conference in Navweek starting October 15th. You don't want to miss that. That is going down in Coral Gables, Florida. And, of course, we have our National Industry Day. Yes, picking up on some of that conversation Ms. Yvonne McLean has spoken on earlier, getting the information out, training out, and cohort programs out. So you might want to definitely track and trail the NABWIC National Industry Day and the water industry. So getting back to this interview, Ms. McLean, you spoke on so much prior um, about, you know, um, relationship building, training, being an advocate and a leader, which leads me to want to speak on your corporate membership in NABWIC. Because of that, I know we have so many like synergies, and I don't want to keep, um, you know, getting up here rambling either because this conversation can go on for forever, but as one of our newest corporate members, how do you see being a corporate member in NAPWIC as a benefit to corporations in whatever area or state they are located in? Um, so NAPWIC has, NAPWIC has been extremely instrumental um, as a corporate membership. Uh, right now, we are pretty, we're active in Atlanta, Georgia, um, Jacksonville, Florida, and um, we attend quite a few meetings down in South Florida. Um, we have established some really good partnerships um, within NAVWIC, and I think one of the goals is long-lasting strategic partnerships. I think everybody should have that in their mission statement for any company, and I know that's one with uh, NAVWIC. And we have, I've really met some phenomenal women, uh, which I would have never met before, because a lot of them 
are in construction, you know, on the trades. Um, several of them are um, engineers. And I wouldn't have met them with our passing, you know, because you kind of get some, I'm not say boxed in, I mean, because we're in a lot of different industries, but um, because I'm more global and I travel between different states, I don't always necessarily, I'm in the weeds in every single city. Involved in NAVWIC, um, I have met a whole host of professional women that I, would, that I really want to do business with. And so now I am now looking strategically, you know, wow, okay, you know, we actually need, you know, we actually need some additional support services um, within our own organization. And I know somebody with a NAVWIC who could possibly help us with that, that I've already reached out to to say, hey, here's an idea. What do you think to help our internal organization do better in X, Y, Z? You know, so it's just broadened my door. It's opened up a lot of different um, partnerships that I didn't have before. Just like with any organization that you have, um, you strategically um, meet people and you determine how is this not only where I can contribute as a valuable partner within the organization, but also how other individuals a valuable partner to you within your own organization or within you personally or, um, you know, within the community. Um, so that's been really exciting because I've met some phenomenal women here. I live in North in Jacksonville, Florida. I've met some phenomenal women here. Um, the chapter is dynamic, and really NAVLIC is dynamic. Um, they have really opened up my eyes. NAVLIC is doing a lot, a lot of really good um, empowerment for you internally, emotionally, financially, educationally, for yourself as well as for um, the next generation, and most of all, helping the, 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 everybody's organization. I think the billion-dollar lunches are fantastic. Um, because it opens up the um, it, it opens up the door for everyone and and Ann McNeil and every president and the committee for the billion dollar luncheons have uh, really done a great job in terms of partnerships with the different agencies in the various states where the agencies want to come and talk to women in construction, especially black women in construction because they're just you just don't see them. Um, I would like to share that. Um, NAVWIC uh, introduced us to a partner in New York, um, myself and Azir Mara, who is in our Atlanta office, who's a very active member of NAVWIC in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we went up with the group of NAVWIC. We go up there as a team, and we um, got to meet some leaders um, at the Terminal One program in New York. And if it wasn't for NAVWIC, we wouldn't have had those relationships. Other doors have opened since that. We've met other strategic partners there in New York, and now we have been looking at work. We went and opened up an office in New York, and we are looking at other opportunities and partnering with individuals in New York because of that one meeting with NAVLIC. So, you know, NAVLIC, um, yes, definitely can help corporate America, small businesses, um, Businesses that are in the trades and businesses that are not in the trades. Uh, it really is a phenomenal organization that really is looking out for the benefit of its members. Of course. Wow, wow, wow. And I have to ask, how long have you been a corporate member? I should know that answer. <laughs> but it's been less than a year, part. correct? Yeah, it's been, less, it's been, I think, about two years. Well, you know, COVID's taken 17 months out of our lives, right? So we've probably been a corporate member for about two, two years. Um, we were very active in the Atlanta um, chapter for the last two years. I have recently um, have become more active in NAVWIC. Um, I'm, a, I'm a part of the North Florida chapter, and I just recently accepted the chair of education for the North Florida chapter. So myself personally is getting into the nitty gritty, into the weeds. I don't want to say weeds because <laughs> weeds can, you know. <laughs> I, it, you know, I would say less than a year for myself personally, really get into it. But corporately, we have supported NAVWIC um, for the last couple of years. Yes, indeed. And that is with our quote-unquote special COVID calendar. So with COVID taking 17 months out, 
And then our regular time of just being in business and keeping our mindsets all together and our businesses thriving, I just want to make sure that the audience is picking up on the growth and the progress you've made since you've been in NABWIC as a corporate member with that New York opportunity. How amazing. Just speaking to the reasons why and the benefits of being a corporate member. I know last night on my drive home, I was a little tickled, and I'm just going to do host privileges right now because I was driving home late from the studio, Miss Yvonne, and it was like, wow, whatever contract opportunity lands after this, I know I'm 110% confident that I will be able to handle it and manage it because I have an organization. I'm a part of an absolutely amazing organization like NAPWIC that has over 300 members, male, female, students, the millennials, everyone that I can pull in. So it's basically like I have a corporate company without the overhead. All the different talent. I just, you know, I just have to do it. Just a little toot toot the NABWIC way. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So I will not uh, be stingy with your time in the studio today. You know, this coffee con leche is kicking in. We also have Miss Jackie Perry out of that Jacksonville area that I know is jumping out of her seat to join the conversation. Good morning, Jackie. How are you? Yes, I am so very excited just listening to uh, Miss Yvonne and uh, yourself uh, just talking about how, uh, again, how how wonderful and privileged it is to be a part of the NAWA organization. But I'm so glad that uh, Miss Yvonne is actually a part of the Northeast chapter, as she's already said, and listening to her talk about her journey and uh, just hearing her express the passion that she has for bringing others up, you know, alongside of her and uh, behind her has been uh, really enlightening for me. And, Yvonne, I can see where your um, your interest and your passion for these young girls, uh, where that originates, as I heard you, you know, talk about your, your journey. And as you know, NAVIC has as one of its pillars the focus on our young girls and women, you know, to get into this construction field. And we have opportunity in our Northeast chapter to meet and make some partnerships as well, especially with our ACE Mentoring Group. And I remember when we were meeting and that interest and that passion you had in that particular area, now I can understand that because you are genuinely concerned about introducing again, our young girls and women, to the construction industry. So I just want to say thank you for all your passion and all your support for everything that you do. And as you already mentioned, uh, the, um, the rain and running with our educational committee, bringing to us the kind of professional development that helps us grow as professionals and as women in this industry. And so we've already had some wonderful professional development sessions as a result of Ms. Yvonne's uh, coordination and her influence there around the city. So I just want to say thank you for that. And, again, we're just really blessed and privileged to have you a part of our Northeast Florida chapter. Thank you. Hi. It's a privilege to be a part of you guys' chapter. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Ursula. I just wanted to jump in and say something that earlier you mentioned about or hesitated about saying something about getting into the weeds. Here's a little different perspective. You know, the weeds may be where the medicine is. The weeds may be where the future trees are. The weeds may be where the um, future flowers are. And the reason I say that is a technician came by by the house the other day to repair a line, and he said, may I have some of this? because there was something on my fence that I was finding to be a nuisance. He said, this is what we harvest in in Haiti, and we drink it as a tea. I went, oh? <laughs> it was a weed to me, but it was a treasure to him. <laughs> so go in those weeds and get it. <laughs> go in those, yeah, yeah, you got to go in those weeds. <laughs> I love it. And I've enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Miss Ursula. And then, of course, Miss Ann. I know you want to get back in this conversation. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so very much, Yvonne. I knew this was going to be a phenomenal interview because you are a phenomenal person. And so thank you so very much for taking the charge when you were asked a while back to participate and uh, help to lead us in the educational uh, area for this phenomenal organization, being a phenomenal woman. I just love that word, right? Now, Yvonne, you know, we're hosting the Teen Florida Conference in Miami in the month of October. And I know your organization is an active part of Teen Florida in terms of the uh, just partnering with many of the agencies like ATA and some of the others. And so we're focusing on a lot of what you're sharing in terms of the educational pipeline into transportation and also into water. And what I'd like to do is to find out if you, this is my question and my ask really, it's not a voluntary yet, but it is an ask. So, so would you be willing to help us with that effort? Because we're looking for some participation during the event. Um, so we can talk about it offline for Team Florida and then also some participation in regards to this pipeline building. And since your business really is about pipeline building, if you will, in terms of staff augmentation. So would you and your committee be um, interested and available to work with us with Team Florida and our water industry um, initiative for for education? Um. Yeah, definitely we can help you out um, or be a part of it. Um, but, yeah, just call me afterwards to talk about logistics sure. to be too. And, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a broad question. So the answer broad, you know, globally, yes, we can help in terms okay. of okay. where and how and when, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, we can definitely I'd have to get with uh, my team down there me to do. Okay, and just for the benefit of our listeners um, that may be listening, wondering what in the world are they talking about? So the National Association of Black Women in Construction, we, are, we were asked to partner with Team Florida as they are hosting their uh, conference that's going to be held in, in Miami uh, on the 5th, I think it's the, 15th, uh, it's the 14th and 15th of October, 2021, in Core Gables. And so, um Yvonne, we mm-hmm. are looking to help bring awareness to the HBCUs, if you will, as uh-huh. a part of this event. And so we are going to have a panel, and okay. we're also uh, the NABWIC members will also be introducing, uh, you know, uh, uh, each of the uh, event presenters. And so for this particular ask, we are looking at partnering with UNCF and actually many of the organizations you are already professionally involved in because what we want mm-hmm. to do is we want to bring to the awareness of young people in particular the fact that transportation and transit is an excellent industry to enter, but mm-hmm. there's a disconnect for those who are in HBCUs in terms of making them aware of what's possible. Yeah. And then yeah. November – Yes, and then November we're going to take the same group of individuals who traditionally are the leaders in many of the colleges and universities that look like us, and we're going to transfer them over to our water industry, uh, same mm-hmm. thing, where we're building a pipeline into the water trade, cases, mm-hmm. inspections, and many of those opportunities. So it will be the exact same group of people that will be helping us bring awareness and that's basically what we're doing. We're bringing awareness to the young people and also trade people who can come into construction and come into these different industries without having particular degrees. And some of them don't even finish high school, but they're able to build careers in water. So we can talk about it offline, but just do know for everybody who's listening, we do have a call every day on our NABWIC Zoom, and if any of you are interested and this conversation, you can reach out to NABWIC at NABWIC.org and just leave us a message, and we will um, 
we will follow up. But thank you so very much, Yvonne, and, and I know you will, and I know you're so very busy. So we'll, we're not going to overtax you, but we do, we do look forward to having your leadership. Thank you. Yeah. No, that sounds exciting, and you got my interest when you said HBCU. Um, one thing about Team Florida, which a lot of people don't know, you know, going to conferences always counts to three. Nobody, some people love to go to them, and I'm not one of those people. I don't particularly care for conferences, but it's necessary. And um, people in the trades or those individuals, especially who have their own construction company, um, really should attend Team Florida. Because Team Florida, yes, it's geared towards engineers and professional services, but a lot of the work, especially in Florida, is um, design build. And it's led by the contractor. So, yes, the engineer, and that's, I had my awakening there again um, on a project, my first design build in Florida, where we were actually doing design work and we were subbed to an engineering firm. But the reality is, if it's a design build, it's really led by the contractor. So, if you are a contractor, that um, can you really need to get with the, the large GCs for at Team Florida and make those connections with those large GCs, mm-hmm. especially if you're a DBE or if you are certified as an MBE with the state of Florida. Um, you need to talk to those large GCs. So if it's a design build, everybody tells you, oh, it's the engineer that leads the effort. The engineer is kind of the base, but in reality, it's the, it's the GC. And, again, my, my awakening on that was we had turned in our price, thinking it was a very conservative price, to the engineer. And it was the GC that came back to the prime engineer and said, by 20%. And I was like, what? Well, what are you talking about? And like, oh, the GC said that in order for us to win this bid, we have to cut our price by 20%. So Team Florida is a very good conference to go to in transportation, especially if in construction, and meet with those large DCs because they need you. Thank you so much for explaining your involvement and participation with your membership with Team Florida and NAVWIC because that was the best promo that I could have given given giving out all of the information and resources for Team Florida. So, yes, just like Anne and Yvonne just mentioned about Team Florida conference coming up October 15th. Guys, if you're looking for more information, because I know we've action-packed you with this show today, please, of course, go back to NABWIC, www.nabwic.org, and look us up online, get more information, and or head over to Eventbrite, all three events. Um, definitely this Team Florida Conference and NABWIC, our billion-dollar luncheon, and, of course, October Rooters event taking place in Texas, Downstream USA 2021 is online. You can find more information on Eventbrite and or our NAPWIC website, which reminds me, guys, if you want to advertise, please do not be shy. Reach out to marketing, yes, marketing at NAPWIC.org, and we will assist you with your advertisement or advertising on NAPWIC Talks and or become a show sponsor. Those are two different things, so don't get it twisted when you call in and say, I sponsored today's show. No, you didn't. But <laughs> please, if you love the information, the resources, and of course, the absolutely amazing guests that we are bringing on per your request, stay involved and connect with us at NAPWIC Talks. We love you and appreciate you. So, Miss Yvonne, are you ready for the hard question? Because we are at the top of the hour of this NAPWIC Talk show. Yes. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> okay. I just have to ask, share with us your favorite book or, or what you are currently reading that keeps you motivated and innovated to work in the construction field and be the leader that you are today. Love historical fiction, so it has really nothing to do with construction. Um, but 
uh, currently I am reading the biography on Hamilton. And ever since I saw the play Hamilton, I've been kind of obsessed <laughs> with Hamilton. On, and it really kind of goes back to his drive. And if he's going to tie that back into construction, it has to do with the tribe. You, you keep, you look at opportunities and you keep going forward. And I've always been one, never let anybody else stop you from you reaching your goal. There's a lot of people who tell you you can't do it. And um, Hamilton, he had a lot of drive. <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm currently reading Hamilton right now. Um, it's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. So I, I really do like historical fiction. That's kind of how they decompress. I decompress with historical fiction. I decompress with Netflix. Um, but right now that is one of the books that I'm currently reading right now. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that. And, yes, Hamilton had an amazing drive. And the biggest thing I pulled out of that is be diverse. It is cool to have that balance and Netflix and chill sometimes to take a load off. Well, Miss Yvonne, it has been amazing with having you on the show today. Are there any last tips or comments that you would like to share or leave with the audience listeners? Um, just, um, thank God every day. Um, when you wake up in the morning, think about all the, uh, the blessings that you currently have health wise, financially, and the resources that you have. And NAVWIC is definitely a resource for your organization. Um, and be strategic about what you want to do with yourself personally, as well as professionally. And everything will be good. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for sharing that tip, leading our morning and our day, living our lives in gratitude. Guys, members, audience, listeners, Miss Yvonne, this has been, I can't say it enough, another absolutely amazing NAPWIC Talk cast. I hope that you really enjoyed our show today. And, of course, you already know if you want more, you can catch us every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Thank you for joining NABWIC Talks. Thank you. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.